Florida living with Mickey Mouse and them. <laughs> <laughs> Andreas over there too, Trent. He in the um, yeah, yeah. He on the production side with it. BTS. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like, he's, "What you mean? He in Orlando?" Like, guys, nothing like that. But all right, let's get it going, y'all. Uh-huh. One, two, three. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's the All In Audio Experience, man. We got a very special guest, Trent. Go ahead, bring us in, man. Man, look, today we got our guy, Xavier Jones in the building, man. Real Films, Zay Wavy on uh, social yes, media. Um, He's been everywhere in the city, man. How you doing, bro? Man, I'm good, man. I'm good, man. I appreciate y'all for having me on here. Yes, sir, bro. Yeah, you've been working, bro. You 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 very talented, uh, very creative. You you in a lot of different avenues, bro. Definitely, definitely. I, I was telling you earlier that uh, I went on a little deep dive, man. It's not just the media production side. Um, it's also the artistic, um, the singing and uh, the hip hop side of things too. Yeah. Making your own music, helping other um, artists um, uh, put their music out, right, and get right. and get their uh, visuals out and stuff like that. Right, man. Like, where where did that start for you just having a passion for that music um man so music always been a real real big part of my life um growing up as long as i can remember man my mom she had this huge huge shelf with nothing but cds man big album covers um cases i mean with a bunch of cds in them and stuff so we used to sit in the living room do a lot of dancing and stuff like that and I was always just real intrigued with, you know, the art of music as a whole, man. So, you know, growing up in church, you know, being in the choir and all of that is just music always been a part of my life, man. And I was able to translate that into a bigger art form. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, that's dope for sure. I mean, I feel like most, you know, black kids, like, you know, if you grew up in the church, like that was kind of some of your first you know, just interaction with music overall. I mean, it really shapes who you are, man. So, you know, how was it growing up in the church, too? Like, you know, did you, you said you sang in the choir. Did you pick up any instruments? You know, how involved were you on that? Yeah, so as far as church is concerned, you know, my mom, she ain't played it Sunday morning. She making us breakfast. Then we get the church clothes on and we heading out. Uh, that, that really wasn't optional. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that really yeah. wasn't optional, man. So, um, but as far as you know, the the rest of the music uh, musicality in me, man. I uh, so I played the drums. I was super, super deep into that. I actually was in band from middle school all the way up through college. Uh, shout out AM. Um, marched for them. Then uh, kind of translated from there to me actually making music. I started actually making music around 2012. Um, I started off making beats. I wasn't really that good at that. So <laughs> so I started um, dibbling with actually recording, man. So I got on GarageBand and started actually recording myself and kind of went through different phases of music and stuff like that. And um, pretty much just implemented that into everything that I'm doing now as far as music, um, directing, um, creative directing, just the whole full artistic experience with me boils and stems from everything in my early childhood. Like I said, starting back from the church into me being in band and, and all of that. 
Like to this day, Drumline still one of my favorite movies. I was man. just about to bring that up. Drumline, <laughs> oh, yeah. go yeah, to this day, Drumline, man. That that was that was real big for me, man. I used to break hangers up and act like they was drumsticks, sure. getting yelled at. Quit beating on stuff. Breaking stuff, <laughs> breaking the hangers, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ain't breaking hangers and using them as drumsticks, man. You know. Nah, I wanted to. I think I wanted to play drums because uh, of Drumline too. Not even like because I was like super musical. I was just like McKinnon with Raw right now. Right, 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 right. I was like, ooh, that nigga, that's disrespectful. Yes, bro. <laughs> yes, and it was just like ever since then, I was just obsessed with band life too. So I was like, so I was in band all the way from middle school up until college. Oh, that's fire. That's fire. My mama wanted me to play the piano so bad, bro. I did one year of band. I, I stuck with the trombone because I had you in our middle school they only had so much stuff so you really had to get what you could get. Yeah, I got the trombone, but I was so disappointed. But but I got the second seat. <laughs> I got the second seat though. Okay. Like almost okay. almost first chair. Almost, almost first, first chair. chair. It was this one nigga Gage, boy, he was raw. I was like, yeah, he got it. <laughs> and see, I knew because when we was in middle school, you had to actually try out to be a percussionist. So. Um, if I didn't play drums, I was actually going to play the saxophone. I was real intrigued with the saxophone. I love the saxophone, man. So I did my tryouts, A-stead, and I was on drums. And, you know, I actually learned how to play piano off of that. So in my high school, well, middle school, but it wasn't that big of a deal. But in high school, we had to learn how to read music okay. and everything like that. So we playing xylophone, vibraphone, all the little stuff like that, mm -hmm. which is essentially like a piano. All yeah. the notes and stuff is still the same. So I, I was able to teach myself how to play piano by ear, you know. Man, that's you're so gifted. Mm -hmm. That's a blessing. Yeah. Like, how you, you touch almost like, you basically touch every, like, part of, like, the music, um, the, if you had like a music team for like an artist, you you done played every yeah. part. Yeah, 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 man. Bro. Because you know, like I said as, as far as everything that I do creatively, in order, um, like I, said, I started off playing the drums, singing, of course. Um, started making beats. Went from making beats to engineering. Went from engineering to DJing. Actually, that's where Zay Wavy came about. That was actually my DJ name. So um, I started my entrepreneurial journey in 2016 with DJing, um, went all the way up to about 2020. COVID really knocked me out with the DJing. And at that particular time, I had my video production company going real good. Yeah. So I was kind of like, yeah, should I put some more money back into it or no? Cause I had a uh, car accident and a lot of my equipment in there got messed up and they weren't trying to um, pay for it. So. I'm like, if I spend more money, I'm going to gush it into my production company. So yeah, I, I kind of just took myself out with the DJing. But like I said, I, all of that. You was like, yeah, let me double down on this. I mean, you had a lot of momentum with the, uh, the, the videography and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, shoot, I got – so I want to hear about a little bit about your experience at A&M. Um, <laughs> You know, like, I'm also, a, you know, HBCU grad, so, you know, how was that experience, you know, one, being in the band, you know, like, being in a black band, that's a different vibe. It definitely um, is, man. Then, it definitely is. Yeah, man. yeah, so. Go ahead. So, yeah, I'm like, yeah, just dive into that, you know, your experience, not only as a student, but also being in the marching band at A&M. So I'm from Huntsville, Alabama, born and raised. Um, my parents, they, I don't want to say it like this, but 
my parents, they they kind of took me out to black schools when I was young. Um, I went to uh, a couple different schools in kindergarten and first grade. The experiences was kind of bad, so they put me in a transfer, and I was pretty much going to the white schools from elementary all the way up through high school. So I was in core style band, you know what I'm saying? And that was my first experience in a predominantly black school. That was my first experience in a black band, man. So I, I, I loved it. I'm not going to lie. I'm not, I, it was almost like, it was it was almost surreal to me because growing up, my cousins, they were in band at Johnson, Lee and stuff like that. And just the experience of that, it was almost just like a baby A&M, especially when it came to Johnson. So I always wanted to do that. And actually, I was supposed to go to FAMU. Um, I ended up at A&M okay. off of Humbug. I was going to A&M, I mean FAMU for band, and that's when they had that hazing incident where the band, I mean the drum major had got killed on the bus. And so my parents was like, Ooh. yeah, no, we're not going to send you all the way to Tallahassee and, you know, you, you get on the bus and get killed. So at that point, it was kind of last minute, man, because I knew I didn't want to go to Alabama State. Um, and I didn't really know what I was going to do for school at that point because they took FAMU away from me. And so I ended up going to um, A&M and talking to their band director. I did an audition and got my band scholarship. So my parents, they wanted me to get the full experience, so I actually stayed on campus my whole first year too. Man, man, man. Good times. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> good times. Well, had a lot of fun. Hey, good times. Yeah, we had a lot of good fun. times. Listen, I want to tell everybody, enjoy, enjoy college, man. It's it's definitely a good experience. Um, you know, obviously you want to go to get your education, you know, in hopes of um furthering your career or whatever your field is that you're gonna major in. But but enjoy the experience of colleges, man. It's it's, it's definitely sure. dope. Not For gonna sure. lie. The first two years, bro, you're gonna yeah. have fun. Just go to class. You gotta go to class. I don't care how. <laughs> I don't care what y'all did the night before. Just force yourself to get in there, and you do you. It'll help you out in the long run. It will. It will. And I'm gonna well, tell you, if you don't got the, if you don't got the brain power, stay away from them eight o'clock classes, man. Facts. Do not do that. <laughs> early yeah, on, bro. Yeah, do yeah. not do that. Do not stay away up. from them eight o'clock classes, bro. Stay bro, away from them. You said something with that one. Yeah. Bro, college is really a game, bro. You gotta figure out like. What professors want what? You know, some want you to be there, that attendance. Some just want you to turn on shit. So it's like, you really got to learn the game early yep. and, you know, maneuver that way. So, yeah, I feel you. I got a cousin that, um, she lived in the city and her folks was like talking to me and I'm like, they like, uh, we don't know if we want her to stay on campus. I'm like, she got to go her first year. That's when you meet yep. a lot of your friends. Like, that's yep. when that's the best time to be there that freshman year, bro. You ain't got to stay on there after that, but you need to meet everybody. You need to, you know, you enjoy that experience. So. You do. So going back to uh, kind of the difference between the um, black and white band. So I went to a PDOBY. Um, I'm a Morehouse man still, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went to a PWI for and both our, both our high school, me and Trent was the same high school. So both our high school and then um, – because our high school Spartan, Spartan's got a good white band. It's got like a solid, like they put a lot of money into his organization. They were huge when yeah. I was in high school. That was back in like 2011, 2012. Yeah. Like they were huge. Yeah, they just got a lot of kids. And so I went to Jacksonville State for undergrad, and they got a big band, mm -hmm. and uh, something Southern or something like that. But you know what's crazy? 
every time we had like a TSU come to town, I don't care how <laughs> many of them white folks we had mm-hmm. on that field, they came wow. that thing loud. Yes. You felt them. Yes. Presence big. Yes. So like, can you just tell me a couple of the differences? Um, and so this is the outside looking in differences, but what's some of the differences like when you in the band from when you went from like a white band to like the So HBCU? just speaking in high school, man. <clears throat> um, so I was on the drum line in high school as well. And we might have had four or five black guys that was actually on the drum line. And so we were trying to bring flavor to the band. You know, at the pep rallies, everything, they looking forward to seeing the drum line. Like we showing out. Now, the band director at that particular time, he didn't like that. He didn't like that at all. <coughs> Excuse me. He didn't like that at all, man. And it was a couple instances. I actually had got kicked out of band my junior year, man. Um, I had an incident with a band chaperone um, who was on our way to uh, Gaston for a playoff game. And I don't really like saying that these people are racist or nothing like that, but they just had ways of treating the black kids that were in band. They, they would treat them a little different, you know what I'm saying? So long story short, man, we, we were getting ready to get off the uh, bus at the mall, and we're standing up. We're trying to get off the bus, and so this band chaperone, man, he, me and him never really got along, and so he gets up, and he was like, man, you need to sit down, like yelling at me. And so I looked him dead in his face, and I was like, man, you know, I sit down, but, you know, you ain't got to yell at me. So then he proceeds to walk up to me, man. He gave me a little shove, like I told you to sit down. And my first reaction, right, my first reaction, man, I didn't about shove this man through the bus windshield. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So so I get off the bus, man. I get off the bus, going to the mall. Now all of the band chaperones, man, they all surrounding me and stuff like that. Oh, no, you don't you don't put your hands on an adult. And, no, oh, we were going to, yeah, man. You don't man, put it, your hands on a child. Right, you, you know what I'm saying? Her. And I had several witnesses, man. So that whole thing, I blew out of proportion, man. I, I didn't get to march. And the thing is, at the football game, I'm cool with a lot of people who are on the football team and stuff like that. So their parents... They're catching word of what happened and what's going on at the football game because they pretty much trying to use me as a pack mule now. So I'm toting all the stuff off the bus and everything. So people getting asked, what's going on? So I had a couple guys, man, that came up to the guy that pushed me, man. They scaring them half to death. And it was it was it was it was all bad, man. But like I said, the, the thing, the biggest, the biggest thing with the with the white band and the black band is the fun part, like, yeah. honestly, because in a black band, that's a little way more work. When it comes to a black band, it's way more work. Like, I was in for a rude awakening. Freshman band camp at a and yeah. that was no joke. Um, but, you know, I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't really care too much, you know, to be in the band at Huntsville High. That's the high school I went to, Huntsville okay. High. I didn't really care too much to be in the band, man, just because, you know, the leash was extremely short on anything we could do. I didn't really like the music we played, but I loved playing the drums. You know what I'm saying? And I, I knew I was going to go to an HBCU for college. So I'm like, you know, I'm just going to continue to do this. And I am grateful for being in the white band because you had to know how to read music. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like, when we get in show music, it's not, you know, we seeing the section leader play and we got to learn what he's playing. No, there's actually 
music for the snare, music for the quads, music for the bass drum, all of that. And you have to know how to read that music. So that helped me in the long run because that's what actually helped me secure my band scholarship. But it's it's a huge discrepancy between the two, though. Huge. He said he was tired of that fight of the bumblebee. Man. <laughs> 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 but we made the most out of it though, man. Shout out to all my old homeboys, man. We had um our little our little section, man. We was called DSAP, man. Drummer serious about playing. So okay, shout out, shout okay. out. Yeah, right. man. Right. Shout, shout out to the game. <laughs> so yeah, man, I appreciate all them. Like I said, we made the most out of it, man. Every single year. Like I said, the, the drum line, that was the heart of the band. After halftime, during the games, like everybody, they wanted to see the drum line. But but when it comes to actual actual, you know, band at HBCU, the the light was kinda taken away from the drumline a little bit. Not a lot, but the overall band was more so what people wanted to see. You know what I'm saying? Like it would be some instances where you got more people tuned in to the bands, you know, battling sure. each other than the actual football game. Oh, for sure. But you know, that's just the HBCU yeah, thing, man. That's, that's just the HBCU thing. Nah, we, oh yeah, you didn't have to tell us. So we, I think I kind of picked up it was Huntsville High. Yeah, yeah, I went <laughs> to Huntsville. You said you, 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 you switched over. I was like, well, that checks off Lee, yeah, Jemison, yeah, or J.O. Yeah. back then probably. Yeah, yeah, it was Johnson at that particular time. Yeah, I ain't go to nothing. I went to Huntsville High, man. Yeah. Hey, no, shout out to Huntsville High, though, man. My alma mater, you know. Yeah, yeah, they get a little love. <laughs> um, let's. We can uh, let's transition into like so. You spoke a little bit about like your entrepreneurial like journey, yes. like that started with you DJing. Yes. Um. So, how? What made you get into DJing? Um. We was talking to Scheme, and like he kind of got into the DJ scene when he got to college. Did Did it come to you in college, or how did it come to you? Um. So actually, I started DJing right after I got out of college, man. So. Um, and even in some of my songs from, from back then, I always talked about wanting to work for myself and be my own boss and everything like that. So, um, I was a computer science major. I actually, um, I dropped out of college in 2015 to pursue my entrepreneurial dreams. Um, I was majoring in computer science and at that particular time, man, it was like life was starting to get a little bit more real and, I wasn't the college student that was getting back, you know, refund checks and, and, and all of that. So being a broke college student ain't no fun, man. I'ma just I'ma just be completely honest yeah. with you. Man. So um I started working um I started working a couple jobs, you know, just to have some money in my pocket. And I was um I was always interested in DJing. Um like I said I, I used to engineer and I was making music. So my whole thinking was Hey, I can become a DJ and I can spin my own music. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So a placement here and there. Yeah. So I actually I went and bought me a DJ board. I did some little research, man. I went and bought me a DJ board. I went and bought um well, I leased some speakers, um, paid them off, and I started putting little short videos on YouTube of me DJing. Um, I put them on YouTube and I put them on Facebook. And so what I did was I marketed that. And I wasn't doing, like, clubs or anything like that. I was doing more so private events like birthday parties, weddings, um, work events, you know, like work parties and stuff like that. And so 
Um, I actually did that for two years, and it ended up getting me on at um, 103.1 Wheel. I had actually got hired over there to be a radio DJ. Um, and so this might have been maybe three or four months before I started uh, my video company. And I'm not going to lie, the experience was kind of bad. It was just because it was a lot of promises that was made, and they weren't killed. This is at the radio station? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this was, at, this was at We Up. It was a lot of promises that was made, and they weren't really killed. Um, so I ended up leaving there. I was still doing my DJ thing. Um, it got kind of hard for a minute just because I was trying to transition into the clubs just because I felt like that would be a better look for me. But the the DJ market in Huntsville is extremely saturated. It's, it's a lot of DJs here. Sure. And, you know, they already have the, the, the DJs who are used to playing at these different clubs and stuff like that. So, you know, you you have to come in there, you know, DJ quick or something, like, yeah. to be able to go and try to, you know, take their, their spot. And it wasn't, you know, me trying to go in there and do that, but it was just me trying to make a way. And I was trying to do DJing full time, but it just wasn't enough to do that. So that's that's pretty much how I started ending up transitioning into my production company and kind of just leaving the DJing alone. But like I said the, the the main reason why I had went into DJing, you know, obviously was money, but I wanted to be able to spend my own music as well because my whole aspirations throughout my whole journey was to become a big music artist. Okay. That was that was the goal from the get go with everything I was doing, man. I want I really wanted to be a big music artist out here. For sure. Yeah, it's easy to play your own music instead of walking up to the DJ booth and being like, yo, yo, you know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. and see, I was real big on that at that time, man, because like I said, I didn't have a lot of money. So, you know, as far as me trying to gush money into marketing and paying DJs to spend my records and stuff like that, it was hard. So I was just doing everything the best way I could, and I was like, I can do it myself. For sure. That's one thing I learned when we started this journey ourselves and our them Spending money really don't even take you for, like you never get the whole bang for your buck. Mm -mm. <laughs> it, mm -mm. Like the the grind, the grind. Like you gonna have to get the grind, and no matter you, what, you got to, you got to. Like you you cannot skip that part of the process. Like you can't skip the grinding part. It's it's, it's impossible to get where you want to go trying to skip the grind. It's impossible. For sure. So that kind of mm -hmm. takes me. Uh, yep. Trent, did you have some more DJ questions? Because that kind of took me into the uh, media side of things. I wanted to ask just, like, what does it look like to be a DJ at a radio station? Pretty oh, much, like, I, um, yeah, what does that look like? So, pretty much, man, is is you're, you're, you're in the studio. Um, you got your big soundboard. Um, you know, that, that, that controls everything that's getting played. Obviously, you're going to have your DJ equipment in there and stuff like that. Um, I actually never actually got to spin on the radio um, for a little minute. Me and another DJ around here, um, DJ King Tut, um, shout out him. He's also one of my freshman brothers at A&M. Um, he, uh, he was actually over there at the same time I was, and they were in the process of renovating their building, and they were putting all of the radio equipment into a... Um, I don't know, I guess you call it like a little trailer or something. Okay. Um, and that ended up falling through. So they got rid of the trailer and they put everything back on the inside of the building that they were in. And um, from that point, it was just like we never really got a chance to do anything on air. It was more so just us in there learning and watching and stuff like that. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty cool, though, man. I'm not going to lie. The, the, the setup in an actual radio station is, is real nice. Like, it's, it's real nice. Kind of was upset I ain't never get to spin on radio, but 
you know, everything happens for a reason, and God don't make no mistakes. So For sure, for sure. I mean, things were real digital around that time anyway. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. Things switched over. So getting into the media side of things, man, I got to go ahead and give you your flowers, bro. Man, I appreciate that, bro. Once I really started getting into the Huntsville scene, the first thing I noticed, I was like, if anybody wants a professional quality music video, Word. videography, the first place they got to go in Huntsville right now is Real Films. Definitely, definitely. And so I gotta give you your flowers for that because like from like like color grading from from like your your cuts your shots, uh, your setup the creativity you had one where you had the um I don't even know was it really snowing in this one where Nah you, man so it it had snowed that I know what you're talking about that was uh, the one with DMR so it, it did snow that day but it wasn't snowing anymore so what I did was I set him up under a tree I had my camera on a tripod. And I was off to the side, shaking, shaking the tree. I was shaking the tree, and it, it literally made it look like it was snowing. <laughs> yeah, bro, I was like, that's hard, bro. Yeah, man. And so looking at the stuff you did, like, you be, you be knowing, like, your, your FBS. You, be, you, like, you have the professional level, like, and then you just creative, bro. So, like, I got to give you a flowers for that. I appreciate that. Being Even in a city like Huntsville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even on the directing tip. So because being in a city like Huntsville that's, like, growing but not there yet, we need we need you. You're a resource. So sure. shout out to you, man. And you be showing love. Cause oh, yeah, all definitely. All my homies be like, yeah, um, Jay say he gonna, he gonna rock with us. He gonna do this, that, and the other. He, he got us. So for sure. And see, a main a main reason why I do like to show love the way I do is, once again, I was an artist. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm still, I'm still an artist today. And I know how hard it is for artists to really push themselves and get themselves out there. You know what I'm saying? Just because I was on that side before. Mm -hmm. And you know, when I was an artist, again, I didn't have much money, so I'm 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 putting my last twenty, thirty bucks into running Instagram ads just so I can, you know, try to get a decent amount of followers or get my following up and stuff sure. like that. So I just know how it is. And so if 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 I can help an artist on the back end as far as, you know, promo, um putting putting money into props for the visuals or, or anything like that, I try to do it. Like I said, just because just I know how hard it is for an artist out there trying to make it, man. No, it's hard, bro. That's one thing I learned is there, there's three things I learned from working, bro. Being an artist will humble you. Being an entrepreneur will humble you. And being in the food industry will humble you. Yes. You know, if you ever been a server or, like, fast food, you know, like. Yeah. that's I, I, I used to be, listen, man, I used to be a server and, and I used to deliver, man. I, I used to work at Logan's. I used to deliver at Domino's, Steakout, all of that. So, it was, yeah, I definitely know. <laughs> but all of those will just show you that, like, don't nobody care about you. Or, if you want some, you're going to have to gotta, ask for yep. it and put yourself out there, man. Yep. Uh, when, did, when did you get into um, videography? Um, so I've been, I've been dabbling with it for, I know, like 10-plus years now. Um, my granddad, he actually used to do weddings. He had a, a, a video company as well. He only did weddings, though. Um so I would go help him out with weddings every now and then and stuff like that. Um, I, I've been editing just as long. Um, that's actually where I kind of got my start. Um, I've been doing little edits for as long as I can remember. I kind of really got going once my uh, I got a homeboy, and he was in a semi-pro football team down in Florida, and he was actually putting me on with his other teammates down there editing their highlight footage to send to the NFL and okay. USFL, all that little stuff like that. Um, so I've been, I've been editing for a good little minute, and I kind of just 
translated that into what I'm doing now because my cousin, he ended up getting a camera and was like, man, why don't you do your own music videos? And I thought about it and I was like, man, you know what? You got a point because, and this is no shade to nobody around here, but when, when I was an artist and I was trying to get my vision captured, man, nobody around here was really capturing what I wanted because the music that I make, man, I have a clear vision for it. And it ain't really just no like, oh, we gonna pull up and shoot this type deal. Like, I really wanna have real deal treatments and stuff to it. And of course, I know that that stuff cost and everything, and I was willing to pay, but what I was wanting just wasn't getting captured. So I got to thinking and I'm like, yeah, I can definitely do this myself. I can definitely do this myself. So I actually started downloading like famous people music videos mm -hmm. and, and editing over the top of them, trying to, you know, work on my, my edit skills, um, transitions, color grading, you know, all of that stuff that's, that's kind of instilled when it comes to editing. Because I, I, I tell people all the time, I'd had zero knowledge about a camera prior to me starting my production company. Like, I, I knew you could press record on the camera and do that, <laughs> but I didn't know anything about ISO. I didn't know anything about L-stop, focal lens. Like, pretty much all the basic stuff that you need to know. I didn't know anything about rule of thirds, nothing like that. So I, I kind of went to a YouTube university, man, and I put in some hours. I, I'll say that. I mean, graduated. So much, man. <laughs> graduated. <laughs> I put in some hours, man. I'm not going to lie to you. I put in some hours. Like, nah, waking up and going to sleep, learning my craft, literally. Nah, it, and you find out it goes so much deeper, bro. But what you did was reverse engineering when you said that you would take um, – take uh, music videos off of YouTube or whatever, other people's, and then Word and break practice. them down yep. and, and yep. work backwards from it. Yep. That's really how you, like, break stuff down and, and grow, like, ten times faster. So yep. that's fire, bro. Yeah, and I said it was it was, it was, was the want. Like, I really wanted this, like, really bad, like, to, to, to be an artist. Like, I really wanted that really bad. So I'm like, man, I want to have the, the dopest stuff around here, man. Like, I want people to be like, this is something we've never seen before. And once I actually put out my first couple music videos, people started asking, like, yo, who's doing that? Who's doing that? And I'm like, yo, that's me. I'm doing it myself. I'm like, man, you got to shoot me one. And the rest was history at that point because I, uh, I started in 2019, April, April 19. My daughter, she was born April 12. So that's how, you know, I associate the two. I started my company fully a week after my daughter was born. Um, and so... It literally was maybe two or three months into my journey as real films. I started getting hit up by, I guess you, you know, what people consider around here like the top artists in the city. You know, they started seeing my work. They asked me, "Oh, you doing these edits? You doing all of this?" Because at that particular time, and it's, it's it's full blown now, but at that particular time, man, a lot of the the the, the cutout animations and just all the crazy little effects and stuff I was doing, a lot of people weren't doing it at that time, man. I kind of used Lyrical Lemonade, um, Cole Bennett, as like the foundation for what crazy. I'm doing. You know, he was he was really the only one at that particular time that was doing all of that stuff like that too. So I kind of used him as a foundation and, and built off of that, you know. Sure. And, and psh, people fell in love with it. That's fire, bro. It's crazy how like even videography has like those pioneers, bro. Do you remember uh, Colin Tilly? Yeah, yeah, right. I remember, remember Colin he, Tilly. You remember that run he had? It was like maybe like 2013. 
he had like Chris Brown videos going crazy. Yep. He had a bunch of them jokes yep. going crazy. And and the thing and the thing is, man, like I try to tell people all the time, you know, when it comes to it, I never label myself as a cameraman, as a videographer, nothing mm-hmm. like that. I'm a director. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm, I'm a director producer. You know, you have your cameraman. You have. That's the phone. Yeah, yeah I was gonna ask what that was. Damn, it's Trent. Sorry, Trent. You got a clicking noise. Cause when I mute you, it, it goes away. Yeah. What's that? Oh my god. Probably uh, hang up and call. call Does he go? Nah, mm-hmm. yeah, nah, it's still doing. Sound like a grasshopper. Just <laughs> are you got the you got your black headphones in? It stopped. It stopped. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Hey, hey, I'm gonna call me back. He said call him back. Oh, you said call back. Okay, hold up. So started here. I'm like, man, what is that? Me too. I tried to ignore it. I, I like, was, nah, I yeah, back. <laughs> I was yeah, I ain't know if y'all to peeped to her. I ain't know if it was my headphones that was disconnected. Oh, that thing loud. All right. I think we solid. Yeah, I think we good. Now. All right, we good? Yes, sir. After yes, sir. 30 minutes, some headphones start acting up. You feel <laughs> <laughs> Start over here and it's hot over there, too? Right. All right, good. <laughs> what you was saying, bro? But um, but yeah, no. Uh, back to what I was saying, though. Um, I kind of just, I kind of just started learning every aspect of a, having a production company. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you know everything that I do. Once you get to bigger production companies, you have your director, you have your sound guy, you have your camera guy, um, you have your editors, and even when it comes to the editing tip. You might have a person who edits it, but you have a person that color grades it as well. Like, mm-hmm. it's a lot of different aspects that come into it. So, what I did was I learned everything, like literally every aspect of production, just so when the time comes, I can have my team, and then I'm just directing. Um, I have I actually have an editor right now. Um, I didn't had a couple guys that I brought on to work the camera. But it just didn't really work out the way that I wanted it to because I treat this just like any other company, man. It comes down to morals and stuff like that. You know, you could be the best camera guy in the world, man, right. but you sorry as hell as a person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to deal with that. So it, it really it really boiled down to, to, to stuff like that. But right now, you know, I'm, I one-man army a lot of stuff. Um, I actually have outsources for when I have bigger projects. But you know, right now, if, if it's just just me, you know, it is what it is. For sure. Yeah. So, I know, like earlier, you was talking about how like people weren't creating what you saw in your head. You know, how on this side of it, like, do you think it's harder for you to? Would you rather an artist come to you with an idea, or do you want to, you know, kind of make it come to life for them? Um. So. Typically, I like artists to at least have some type of idea about what they want visually for their song. Um, it's kind of crazy for you to make a song and you can't tell me what it's about. Just right. being just being honest. That lets me know that you in the studio just talking. 
Yeah. You would be surprised. <laughs> oh, trust me. Trust me. I know. I know. I, I, I have artists all the time, man. And I don't know if it's just them being lazy or if they truly just don't know. But I have several artists, man. I, the first thing I ask, do you have any ideas or do you do you have a concept in mind? Do you have a look in mind? Anything like that? Call a spade nah. spade, though, man. Nah, bro. <laughs> nah, bro. Um, I was hoping you, you could do this, you could do that. And I mean... I don't have a problem doing it, but here's where here's where the problem comes into play. The way I might see your song might not be the way you see your song. Or they they don't see it. They don't see the song. They ain't got no you, vision. You, you know what I'm saying? And I've, I've had instances where I've come up with a whole treatment, and they're like, "Well, no, nah, I actually was trying to go in this direction with it." So why you didn't say that? Up, you know what I'm saying? Off real. Like, so you obviously yeah. have an idea of what you want. You know. Man, some of these dudes don't be artists for real. They they nah, they man. want the uh, lifestyle. That's or it. The, the, the is, clout man. behind it, man. Cause they don't love the music like that. Listen, I didn't had an artist. I'm not gonna say no names, man. I didn't had an artist come to me, and he was like, "Yeah, bro, I ain't gonna lie. You know what I'm saying? I I can just get you know what I'm saying a thousand views. I'm 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 straight. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I'm trying I'm trying to get these hoes off this. What? <laughs> <laughs> He kept himself. What? You know what I'm saying? We shot that video, but we ain't shot one since. Yeah. <laughs> and a thousand views? Think you finna get the whole of a thousand? <laughs> yeah. like, you said this. Exactly. Some, of these, some of these guys be delusional, bro. Can't lie to you. Some of them be real delusional when it come to this. And I try to tell people, like, I'm, I'm trying to be next level with this. When you come shoot a video with me, I want it to be the exact same thing that you will see on, on BET Jams, YouTube World Star, whatever the case may be. I want it to be identical to to what these A-listers, B-listers, C-listers are putting out. You know, when when people see your video with real films, man, who is that? Is he signed? You know what I'm saying? And yeah. and, and and get that superstar look to him. Sure. That's that's that that be my main goal with it. So I got a good one for you cuz it's something that we go through too. Cuz you know, it's, we still got a business, you know what I'm saying? We got to get a profit. So like we definitely have times at times where like we're we're charging for people like that because you know people start reaching out to you as you get better people yeah, reach definitely, out definitely they, definitely they want to work with you this that, and the other definitely. what's the balance for you because it's the me because I have to learn to say no because I'm just like even if you're trying to pay me bro I seen like your stuff and I'm not feeling it bro like and not even trying to play you but like you trying to expedite the process you still need to like work on or, this aspect of your music so. Have you ever just had like where like somebody's willing to pay you, but you like, bro? I yeah. Don't, I just don't like my creative cre disconnect. Creatively, yeah. like I'm not feeling it right now. Yeah, I actually I, I do that now, man. So before we even shoot, you gotta send me that song, and I gotta listen to it. Yeah. Um. Now here's the way I go about it. So if I hear your song and it's just straight trash, then I respectfully decline. Um, nah, man, uh, not really feeling the song. And I, and I, and it's, I be really upfront about it like that, you know what I'm saying? And I don't do it to the point where, like, hey, no, you're trash. It's just I'm not feeling your song. Somebody else might, yeah. but I'm not feeling your song. Because when it comes down to it, man, for me, I have to at least feel your song for me to be able to get creatively into it. Facts. You know, and I don't like just pulling up, shooting whatever and then going home like i said it's it's, it's an art yeah. you know there's no right or wrong way to art but art can still look good and bad <laughs> and it won't be fun bro. no and, and, and then it'll just start feeling like work and the minute if it starts feeling like work you kind of out of it because now you're not gonna feel like doing it you're not gonna put your all into it you know what i'm saying um so 
when when I have that problem, you know, sometimes they, oh, bro, you, you, you hating or, all right, big will, I'm, I'm going to show you this and that. And I'm like, that's fine. Like, Show me. Right. I would actually or, love that. Yes. You, you come back. The whole world <laughs> yes. Anyway. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. You come back with some fire and be like, hey, this was a wavy. Yeah. Because he was playing me. I'm going to be like, shit. And, and, here, and here's my <laughs> thing. Put me on the right, Chris, nigga. It's, it's, at the end of the day, it's business. Like, it's nothing personal. It is business. And I always make people understand, like, outside of business, not going to lie, man, I'm cool, I'm chill, bro. We going to turn up whatever the case may be. But when I'm in director mode, it's serious business. You know what I'm saying? Because, one, you're getting paid. So I'm, I'm, I'm getting paid to fulfill whatever the service is that, that you need right now, whether it's a music video, content creation, whatever the case may be. So, one, I don't like playing with people's money. You know what I'm saying? And then, two, why would you want to play with your money? You know, once you're once you're getting into a music video, that's an investment. I tell people that all the time. Why do you want to spend five hundred plus dollars on something just to let it sit? Yeah. You know, I I'm not trying to throw away five hundred dollars. I'm not trying to throw away a band. Why 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 are you trying to do that? And that boils back to the people just like, yeah, man, I just want that clout. I just want to get the hose. Like, sure. I'm doing it because my partner doing it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, I, I have no problem turning down people when it comes to music. Like, sure. and. I have instances where a song might not be that fire, but the artist might have this crazy look to him or something, and I feel like he has a chance of going viral behind it. For sure. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's different ways I look at different projects, but I'm always upfront about whatever it is that we're going to have going on. I like that always. Because there are definitely like people outside of music, inside of music, that the, the they're still grown in the craft, but you, they, they, you can still see the passion because even in the other aspect, their image and the way they carry themselves and the fact that they're creative outside of it. Like, I'm not a big fan of the baby's music, personally. <coughs> not playing him, he can rap, whatever. But I love what, his videos, bro. I man. love his I, videos. Yes, and I love yes. how outside the box and creative he gets yes. with his videos. That's one thing I'll always give him. Yes. And he has songs that I like. I'm not like, like he's like bad. I, I'm just not going to listen to a whole album type stuff. You know what I'm saying? But his music videos, I love them. Yeah, man, because I actually had watched the interview on him, and he was talking about, because, you know, he's actually into directing now. Like, yeah. he's actually doing directing and stuff, man. So I watched the interview, and he was talking about when him and Real Goats got together. Okay. And he was um, talking about how he was pretty much soaking up a lot of game from them just on a directing tip and stuff like that. And he was like, I'm not going to lie, you know, that, that that helped elevate me in my creative uh-huh. way when it yeah, came I'm to sure. my visuals. Yeah. yeah, you can't hear Hello. Yo, yo. Hello. Here. My boy doesn't miss a third of the enemy. <laughs> 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 he was getting into it, too. Yo. Yo, my bad. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> we was getting into Jeez, it, bro. Man, I know, bro. I didn't hear no audio. I'm like, yo, what happened? Yeah, y'all there. Y'all there. <laughs> y'all oh, getting to the, the baby videos. Okay, baby. Yeah, you yeah. ain't missed a whole lot. No, I, thought you, I thought you was out of, yeah. out of commission for a minute. Okay. But, um, no, no. But, yeah, he was just talking about, you know, how, how real goats kind of helped him elevate himself creatively because you know it's funny it's a lot of actually artists who are like getting into directing now like um tiana taylor she's fire super yeah. fire she fire she been fire too yeah definitely she definitely tiana taylor's fire I, I definitely like 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 tiana taylor she, yeah she give dope. me some give me some artists that like outside of the music you're like bro i just i shop with the fact that you you you, you so creative 
You know what I'm saying? Man, like, so I like it yourself. <laughs> My boy going through it. Going crazy in Orlando. Yeah, sure, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that man on a roller coaster. Let me find out. Bro, let me find out you on Splash Mountain or something while we doing the interview. <laughs> Trent. Yeah. You at the amusement park, bro? Yeah. God damn. She's going crazy. Going crazy. All right. Okay. Um, go ahead. What, go ahead. I, you heard what I asked him? I probably didn't hear the second part after, you know, he was about to start talking about the um, debate and go back into that. After he hung up again, I ain't hear nothing. Okay, well, I just asked him to go into some of the artists that stand out to him creatively, like, as far as, like, outside of the music, like, with their visuals and how they present themselves, like, publicly. Man, I love, I love J. Cole's videos, man. Okay. He's, he's super dope and creative when it comes to his videos. Um... I love Kanye West. Yeezy. Yes, yes sir. sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Steve. Yes, sir, man. Um, uh, Kanye West, man, he's he, he's super dope, man. It's really, really misunderstood, but the people that understand them understand them. You man, know what I'm saying? Going back to that, like, college dropout, um, the whole rollout for that, bro, doing that, like, on the budget he had, like, yeah, yeah, bro. And I respect so much, like, you ever feel like sometimes artists' first albums be, like, their best? Yeah, I like? definitely, like, his his early works to me is going to always trump everything that he's been putting out. Yeah. You know, nowadays, like, listen, bro, I can rap the whole college dropout top to bottom. I'm not going to lie, that's probably one of the most listened to albums, like, for me. I literally like that and late registration, like, I, like I like graduation, too, but... College Dropout and Late Registration, man, them, them probably, like, two of my, like, favorite albums. Them definitely in, like, my top ten, for sure, like, of what I listen to, anyway. And I feel, I feel like it's because, like, you just be so hungry to, like, blow, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You just be, or you like, put your all into it. Yeah. all, bro. And it's like, even when the money comes, you can't match, like, that hunger, bro. Yeah. Nah, man. Nah, man. And see, that's what, you know, when it comes to me, like, on the on the money aspect, it's like, Majority of the time, I'm never charging anybody that I'm working with, you know, what I could charge them. And then I always kind of go over and above for them. You know what I'm saying? Because one, you know, business is all about relationships, you know, and you build relationships through trust and good business. So, you know, I've had a couple instances where I've I've had people I've worked with and they knew I was kind of undercharging them. And they kind of got into a better position. And, you know, hey, bro, you was looking out. So check this out. I know this is what you're asking for. I'm going to give you a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? I've had, I've had a couple people that's been like that, man. Um, you know, um, MJ Gill for a prime example. Um, me and him, we've been working since 2019. Uh, I've been working nonstop. Bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, funny, funny, funny little story behind that. And it's crazy because I still got the messages in my phone. So since I've been doing this, MJ Gill was the only artist that I ever actually reached out to and was like, hey, let's work. And it was crazy because I seen him on a sponsored ad coming down my timeline on Instagram. And I'm like, man, who is this? Because 
I was still an artist at that time. You know, I was doing videos, but I was still kind of in full-time artist mode too. And at that time, I didn't really feel like it was too many people around here that was making like the kind of music that I made. So when I seen him, I'm like, oh snap, who is bruh? So, you know, went and looked at him, kind of looked at what he was doing and everything and reached out to him. So he's like, yeah, bro, bad, let's do it. So, you know, it was cool when we linked up on the on the video tip, but we like super similar as people as well. You know, like his background is kind of similar to mine, you know, the music background and all of that. You know, he records himself, I recorded myself and the type of music he makes, you know, he likes to sing and rap and stuff. That's kind of like what I do too. So, you know, that's 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 my guy, man. Shout out MJ Gill, man, for sure. Y'all could do a, a video album. No, definitely. Definitely, 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 man. Like we we literally grew, you know what I'm saying, with each other, man. Like our first guy with him, he had like twenty five hundred followers. You know, he's up to like a hundred K now. I probably had like six hundred followers. You know, I got um I got around like close to twelve K. I got like eleven eleven thousand, something like that now. I had like two hundred, three hundred subs on YouTube. You know, I got almost nine thousand now. I got like 8.3 or something like that on, on YouTube. So what's the, what's some advice for growing YouTube, bro? So it's a little different now um, just because the algorithm with it is always changing. But you, you really have to make sure that you keep consistent content going. But it's little things that you have to do, like adding in keywords, adding in hashtags, um, making sure your description is long enough, making sure your title is long enough. Like it's a lot of little bitty things, like actually having a a um, high quality thumbnail. Like all of these little things that you probably really wouldn't think about. Yeah. All of that stuff matters. Like it, it all matters. And so I've been monetized on YouTube now. Um, I think I got monetized in like twenty twenty one, twenty twenty somewhere in there. But um, don't 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 get caught up in the hype of you can make so much money off of YouTube. For sure. Um majority of my content on my YouTube is music videos. So they're about 2 to 3 minutes a piece. So how you really maximize your profit on um on YouTube is long video. Videos 8 minutes or longer so you can throw multiple ads in between those. Get that watch time. Mhm. Yeah. Cuz like when I was getting monetized, you had to have a 1000 subscribers and 4,000 hours watch minutes or watch time. And that was equated to 250,000 minutes of watch time. Yeah. Um, and so once me and MJ Gill kind of really hit our groove, um, I had at this particular time, everybody was wanting to drop on my channel. Cause you know, like I said, I had started getting into the, the algorithm and everything with YouTube. So I'm dropping videos at the minimum, man. They're getting like two, 3,000 views. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, people was uh, people was hitting me up like, yo, bro, yeah, we can shoot the video, man. I want to drop it on your page, blah, say, blah, say, blah. And it kind of was like, I think at this time, I'm getting close to like 40, 50 subscribers a day. And my, my subscribers went from like 300 and something in the summer of 2020 to almost 1,000 by the end of the year. Okay. And then that following year, me and MJ Gill, we dropped uh, back on me. And that was the first like video that we had that had went over 100K. Uh, it ended up getting over 200,000 views on it. 
And it was like from that point on, like everything was just up and my subscribers was going up faster, um, the watch time going up, all of it. So it was it was, it was pretty cool. Um, like I said, I don't, I don't really make much off of it now um, just because everything is kind of short videos. And like I said, you get an ad at the beginning and an ad at the end. And if they skip it, you don't really get much. Like they literally, you, you have to have the ads watched in order for you to, you know, increase your revenue. Like you can play an ad, but it still has to be watched. I'll be skipping that thing like a See, mother. that's what I'm saying. Damn. <laughs> you skipping the shit out of And see, I don't even got ads, man. I, I got YouTube premium. So, yeah, I pay for YouTube yeah, premium, right. so I don't even get ads. But here's the funny thing, though. You get actually a percentage of YouTube premium. Okay, it's not a lot, but you get a percentage of that, you know, that's just good. because, you know, people watching it and they got YouTube premium, your ad's not going to pop up anyway. I'm about to say, so. they should give y'all a yeah, percentage. Yeah, so you do get a little small percentage on but that, nah, too. Bro. Every once in a while, that catch me, though, like, uh, the song could just be in the background. Like, the Jonas Brothers was an ad the other day, and whatever reason, I was cleaning my room, and it just stayed on. I was like, motherfucker, yeah. a little jig. Oh, yeah. shit, skip this. Yeah, I'm and see, that's, that's really that's that's really what, what, what helped us grow, man. That's what, that's what helped me grow, man, running ads. So once I got monetized, it unlocked me to be able to use um, Google AdSense. So, you know, if, if I'm running an ad, it'll play, like if a, a music video is running as an ad, the whole music video will play as an ad. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if y'all have ever like been on YouTube and an ad popped up and it's like a person's actual music video Word. playing yeah, as the ad, yeah. but it's, it's it's stuff like that. Okay, for sure. No hey, one... So if we on your channel, we watching your videos, we gonna let the ad run. We got you. We got <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate I that. that. <laughs> K-pop things getting skipped though. They be they yeah, be nah, nah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> like I said, I don't like ads anyway. That's why I got YouTube Premium. Yeah, <laughs> I love YouTube. Them ads, man, them ads, man. Hey, but it's, it's it's a source of income, so for sure. Do you even get to choose what ads you want, or no? It's random. The only thing I get to okay. choose when it comes to ads is what type of ads. So I can actually choose if I want skippable ads, non-skippable ads. Um, for a minute, I was just choosing non-skippable ads. But when I did some research, they was like, you need to have every type of ad that you can have on there. So I have banner ads on there, um, little title card ads that pop up. There's like five or six different type of ads that can pop up on the video um, when you click on it. Man, I feel like the real ads that actually work are like the creatively placed ads. Like, um, like podcasting now is cool for like people. People like we've done it before too. People just ask the podcaster to read an ad, and if the podcaster got personality, you know, say it would be funny enough for people to listen and catch. Definitely, it. definitely. Or like, or like the movies, like um. Man, y'all might be too young. Back to the Future, they would have like Pepsi cans and the thing. Yeah, I feel like that was a diss. It was. Me. It was. Like, <laughs> you're the only one. You're the only one here born in like after 2000. But like, you know what I'm saying? Creatively placed in like the movie and whatnot. I feel like I feel like them type of ads. Yeah, cool. and they still do that in 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 music videos today, man. Like I. Um, I was when about to say that. Yeah, when Lil Nas X had his run going, man, it was a lot of ads placed in his videos. Um, to me, that's 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 good because I mean, obviously the artists get paid for that. You know what I'm saying? Even even with regular content creators that's doing YouTube and stuff like that, they might have sponsors. So I know you probably been watching the video and they're like, 
Um, today's video is brought to you by, and then they go into a whole little spiel about whoever the sponsor yeah. is and stuff like that. So, man, we might have to uh, put that all in water in one of your music videos. Hey, go like, ahead, you know go ahead, saying? man. <laughs> you know, we locked in. Yeah, what's that? That old Drake commercial where he used to like pop out with the sprite. Nah, I'm too young. For that. <laughs> 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 nah, I used to think that went crazy. I was like, oh, snap. Yeah, that was hard. That was hard. Oh man. But yeah, man, I, like I said, I, I definitely, definitely love the the YouTube journey, man. It was a lot of this, man. It was it was real big to me, just because it was a lot of doubt on my way up. Like in my early grinding, man, it was it was a lot of doubt from yourself or like from mm, other people, okay. other people, man. Um, it was, it's funny because I always tell people this was probably like maybe 2016, 2016. No, 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 no. It was like 2017, 2018. Uh, me and my girl, man, we had uh, a YouTube channel. And so I'm telling my pops, like, yeah, man, you know, we're going we gonna to do this, make it big on YouTube. Boy, you make no money off no YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Not the you pop, know, boy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you make no money off no YouTube, man. And, and Better go so, get you a job. Yeah, you, man. You, you, heard, and, you and your girl need to go get a hey, job. Talking about YouTube. Heard, heard a lot of that. Heard a lot of that. <laughs> so... I, I mean, all of that, you know, I love my dad, man. Shout out my pops, man. Shout out my pops. But a lot of that, man, it, it, it helps steam the drive and passion that I have for this. And like I said, I've always wanted to be my own boss, always wanted to be an entrepreneur. Like, I have the drive. I know what it takes to be able to do all that. You know what I'm saying? So, to me, it was just a way to kind of, like, prove everybody wrong. And it's to the point now to where I get, oh, I knew you could do that. I, I seen it in, you know. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> you feel me? So yeah, you know sometimes it's just they, you know, at least like older generations they fearful or you know maybe they try some or maybe they don't understand the the new stuff so and they just that's, pushing that's, back on it. That's the big thing, man. You know that their their generation is is different than our generation. You know, mm -hmm. back then, as the man. You, you you ain't in school. You going and working and and, and you providing and, and and that's that. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no ain't no extracurriculars doing no no stuff with YouTube and all that. You know what I'm saying? YouTube wasn't even out back then, but you know what I'm saying? It wasn't, wasn't none of that going on. And so is it was to the point to where you just almost had to say fuck it, you know, and and, and just do what was in your heart. And that was in my heart, right? I mean, I feel like back in the day, like their YouTube was probably like, I'm about to go to New York and be a comic or something like that. And right. Apparently, <laughs> like, funny ass yeah. to that job in the morning, but right, <laughs> right, right, man. And, and it don't even just be like, I feel like, have do you even have like within our generation? Do you have like those friends that just can't like maybe detach from like the old Zay and be like, because you know you've grown into like you know, man, believe this or not, man. I'm I'm the type I have a small circle and my circle always been small. Um, I got two two main partners from back when I was younger. We you know what I'm saying we've been locked in, and they they all supported everything I was That's doing from the get go. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't really have that problem of having people in my circle who wasn't kind of seeing what I was seeing mm -hmm. and kind of started, you know, moving towards the hate as I was growing type deal, you know what I'm saying? Because all the people I hang around with, man, everybody got motion. Solid. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't going to lie, that's something that is really a life thing, man. You 
you have to hang around people that's doing what you're doing. For sure. You know what I'm Man, saying? That's a hard way. Yeah. Yeah. You, you love some, you, you really do love some people, but you be like, we just not compatible yep. the same way. <laughs> yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. That's but that's, that's why I said I was, I, was, I was fortunate enough to not to have to even really go through those growing pains of my growth. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, I'm, I'm nowhere near where I was, you know, four or five years ago prior to me starting my company. You know what I'm saying? So. Yes, sir. Sir. Damn. Jordan, you got it. You got any more questions off the top? Nah, we're probably gonna have to run this one back. This was a good one, though. Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah. Any, 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 any time, man. You know, yeah, my, yeah, yeah, my guys. This one, this one been a long time coming. It was funny because I actually have my Instagram notifications off. I got my Instagram, Facebook. I actually have all of my social media notifications off just because, like, my phone be going. Smart man. It be going off all the time, and so I'll check my inbox, but I'll forget to check my request. And so I went to my request and seen y'all had wrote me, and I was like, oh, damn. Facts. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, man, hold on. Let me get back with my guy. And it was funny because Trent, he wrote me back, like, almost ASAP. Once I had responded to him, this was, like, last week. And he was like, yeah, man, we'd love to have you on that Monday. But, like, for sure, you know, I'm going to go in there and get right with my guys. For sure, for sure. Yeah, same. Man. Like I said, I, I, didn't, I didn't see y'all, man. And I, I definitely, definitely, definitely love the growth from y'all as well, man. Just from even the first, because I, I think the first time – that I actually had been around y'all podcast was um I think y'all did uh MJ Gibbs. He was MJ. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That was the first time I was actually like actually seeing the podcast. But I had um I had been hearing it because I was, how long how long y'all been doing this now? About three don't know three years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um like I said, just seeing y'all growth, man, is that consistency. So y'all keep doing what y'all doing and I promise you sky's the limit. For sure, for sure. I appreciate that. Yeah, we appreciate it, man. I was like, yeah, he finally sent that message back. I was like, hey, let me get this quick. Yeah, man, like I said, I promise you, man, I, I, I did not ignore nothing. Like I said, as soon as I seen it in my request box, I was like, oh, man, let me write back. Because like I said, I always forget to check my request box. Like, I'll just go look at my inbox and see if anybody didn't send me anything and then get back out of it. And I seen I had, like, four or five request messages in there, and I was like, mm, let me see what's going on in here. And then I seen y'all, I was like, oh, yeah. Let me write these boys back. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah, I think I'm getting, I'm starting to get to that point where I might have to turn some of the notifications off. Folks, Man. I feel like when you start creating more content, the more content you create, the less you want to consume it. Yeah. Because, like, mm -hmm. my people be, they always be watching videos and send them to me, or, like, people will be requesting for the podcast, and after a while, it just be, like, frying my brain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I literally got rid of every blue check that I was following, like. Yep. I, 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 I unfollowed every blue check. Just like uh, it was to me, it was like a, a cleanse because it was like I was getting caught up in trying to be like, man, these guys doing this. Somebody, it could be somebody doing better than me or it could be something that I'm like. And I found myself starting to try to mimic what I was seeing mm -hmm. instead of maintaining my originality. For sure. You know what I'm saying? So all the blue checks, I had to, I had to let them go. <laughs> and it just be a waste yeah. of time, bro. I'll be like, I get my little um notification for how many hours of watch time, bro. When it go up too much, I'll be like, boy, you yep. tripping. Yep. You are tripping. But yeah. So yeah. that's y'all. Even that's them content them content creators, like, even it'd be like new ideas like of how to do something or do this and that to get some type of bread or I'm like, damn, I'm trying to consume all this stuff. Let me focus in right. on what it is I want to learn. Right. And that's it. For sure. For sure. 
For sure. Because it'd be quick money half the time, or it'd be some stuff that don't even be that deep. Yep. I feel like when I've gotten mm-hmm. the most, like, like creative progress as far as learning, it'd be just when I, like, I'll sit and play around with it. I think I talked about this on the last one. Like, um, maybe, like, editing-wise, like, mm-hmm. I'll just be sitting playing with, like, different tools or different little effects and but stuff. But that's how, that's, that's, how that's how you learn, man. <laughs> think about think about pro athletes, man. They get in the gym, repetition. Yeah, for sure. That's why I said I put in a lot of hours, man, a whole, whole lot of hours. Practicing, messing stuff up, you know what I'm saying? But that's the for best sure. way to learn. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a physical and visual learner, you know what I'm saying? For sure. Okay, before you go, last question. <coughs> what type of software do you use like for your editing? Um, so I use Final Cut, man. Okay, um, you a Final Cut Pro type of Yeah, guy. early on until I until everybody I you know kept asking me and I kept telling them everybody thought I was using Adobe. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I don't like Adobe. You don't like Adobe? I do not what? like Adobe. Why don't you like Adobe? You don't like it either? Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Not, I, I be using CapCut though, so I be getting judgment for that. But uh, no, nah, bro, yeah, CapCut. Hey, CapCut is easy, as man. Fuck you no, no shade, is. no, no shade towards CapCut at all, because they're fire. I'm not gonna lie. Like, yeah. e- even if I'm doing just some little small content, I got Word. CapCut on my phone. I actually pay for the full version Word. of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And this should just be quick. Yep. Yep. Sure. And it's it's really similar to to any other kind of editing software. It's literally just on your phone. You just have to learn the UI of it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Just learn where everything is. Learn all the tools, and it'll literally be the same as as Final Cut, Adobe, DaVinci, anything yeah. like that. But but yeah, no, I don't like Adobe, man. Um, Why don't you like Adobe? Um, so actually, Adobe was the first thing that I was actually trying to edit on. Um, Cause there is definitely a learning curve. When no, yeah, it's so so. It's definitely definitely way. I'm not gonna say way harder to learn Adobe than Final Cut, but when I actually started really getting into my editing at that particular time, I had a PC, so obviously you can't use anything Mac with a PC. So I was trying to use Adobe, and it was it was real buggy. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, I was using the pirated version. I wasn't paying for it or nothing oh, like that. Oh, shit. So. It'd be, it be buggy anyway, bro. <laughs> yeah, so. Bro, jail broke the motherfucking <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. I ain't heard that I one. just, listen, I just broke down, what was it, last year? Might have been year before last and bought the full version of Final Cut. Like, just now? Yeah. That's I was, crazy. Yeah, I was, using, I was using the pirated version of Final Cut, too, man. Like, sure. like uh-huh. I, I, I've been really big with computers, like, all my life. So okay, I, know, sure. I know about pirating and a little bit of hacking, all that little stuff like that. That's why I was going to college to be a coder. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm tripping, bro, because I should have been mm-hmm. on that type of time. Because yeah. I'm with that with, like, like with anime and stuff. Like, I, 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 for a long time, I refuse to, like, buy, like, the subscription yeah and stuff bro. Like that. i never thought about doing that for the software bro i pirated you bro. just blew my mind bro i really might go man honestly the only reason why i went <laughs> on you can straight up and the only reason why i actually bought final cut was they sent a lot of updates and it was hard trying to keep up with the latest version because every time i would see an update i would just go on to my little power website and see if they got the latest version, you know what I'm saying? It. Yeah, and so okay. it it, it kind of like was getting hard to keep up with the updates. So I'm like, man, the time value after a while, you just like, you know, yeah. Man. I was like, man, you know what? I'm gonna just go and spend this little 300. And I'm kind of glad I did because actually it runs a lot smoother now, okay. just because it's staying up to date. Like, man, they might send an update on there, man, about once every other week. Literally, they probably do that on purpose. I think they do, man. Yeah. Now I definitely still use my pirated version of Logic because that's the 
the um, software I use to record my songs and stuff. Okay. Uh, I'm not finna spend 300 on that, and I don't even I really do you. it like this. So. so I'm gonna be real. The reason that I, I I shop with Adobe is because I do like a lot of graphics and stuff like that too. And you know, the Adobe Creative Cloud it's just convenient. No, definitely not from that tip, and that's why I didn't really care too much about it because a lot of people that come to me, man, you do photography, all this. I'm strictly video so i don't do no graphic uh, design none of that yeah. now, i do take pictures you know what i'm saying for like family and friends and stuff like that but i don't solicit photography at all i got you. i solicit straight videography for you sure. know what i'm saying even on my business cards you won't see nothing on my business card about photos nothing got you for sure and that's one thing i learned the hard way bro videos and photos is like basketball and football them shits is totally yeah. different yeah the lighting's different yep. all that shit different yep so that's another thing. That's a whole nother podcast. We're going to have to do that next time. <laughs> Definitely, man. <laughs> I appreciate y'all for having me, though, man, for sure. For sure. Take us hey, out. Thanks man. for coming through. Yeah, well, Zay, we appreciate you coming through. Um, also, hey, do you got anything you need to plug, you know? Say that again. You got anything? You, uh, you got anything? Yeah, YouTube, anything like that? Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely, man. So, um, Y'all follow me on Instagram, uh, Zay Wavy, Z-A-Y-W-A-V-Y. Um, that's my personal, my my business one is Real Films, R-E-E-L-F-I-L-M-Z. Um, YouTube is Real Films, Facebook is Real Films, everything is Real Films, man. Website, therealfilms.com, all of that, man. Y'all make sure y'all follow me, man, and stay tuned. I actually got a... Um, some uh some projects I got coming up, man. So I'm about to be doing some horror short films. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'm actually stepping into the full time film thing, man. Um, when everything kind of finally goes the way I I wanted to, I'm actually have people shooting and editing on the music video tip and stuff like that, so I can get my passion pro uh, projects out the way. For sure. All right. Yes, sir. All right. We appreciate it. Yes, sir. Y'all make sure everybody y'all. Yes, sir. Like, share, and comment. Y'all make sure y'all subscribe to that all-in experience, man. Y'all y'all do that. They too dope. All-in audio experience. Too much love. All-in, all-out, baby. All right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, I appreciate you for having me.